Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride. Sword and pistol by my side. Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade. Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade. The bastards hung me in the spring of '25, but I am still alive. I was a sailor. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Let's get to it. Time to talk to the man that you've been waiting patiently for for two hours, putting up with our nonsense. Sooner or later, Bowler's going to show up. And here he is. It's the great Craig Bowler Jack, television voice of the Utah Jazz. Bowler, how the heck are you? Save the day, Bowler. Hey, guys. Great talking to you. How are you? How are you? Uh, great. We're doing great. I just need to throw this question at you before we really get into this yeah. so scotty and i were just talking about this in whole world news and as you know uh no we we come across some interesting stories a, a man had to live on ketchup for 24 days on a boat in the middle of the ocean oh, if you man. had to live on if you had to live on one condiment for 24 days in the ocean what condiment would you choose oh boy uh does avocado spread does that count or no <laughs> smart no no, yeah, I think that it, oh. if, it, if it gets blended up all right, you're going to give that to him? Yeah. Like a guacamole, like a thinned out. Hans, or Hans thinned gave me uh, You know, you just have to kind of like, uh, it'd be like a, like pureed like a mustard. Yeah. Hans gave me salsa as long as it was pureed and, okay. and you know. It, it, yeah. yeah it, it had to be like a taco salsa. So this is going to have to be like a very thinned out blended cream you're not going to get an actual chunk of avocado this isn't your okay. typical fresh blend guacamole that you're going to hit okay. at some taco stand this is a thin yeah. avocado. this is like really thin uh yeah. look i can i like mayo mustard and ketchup i love avocado 
if, if you won't allow that, I, I like mayo, but I could not survive 24 days on that taste. It would probably put me over the edge. Mustard <laughs> yeah. in a small dose, so it'd have to be ketchup, man. I mean, I, but if you'd give me the avocado spread, I'd take it. What about some of those KC barbecue sauces that you had back in the Ooh. day? I could do Arthur uh, Bryant's. Uh, I could use the Zarda barbecue, which is just a hometown blend. Uh, yeah. Man, that'd be that'd be tough to go 24 days, too. The spice may get to me after day 10. You'd be eating your own stomach fluids. It could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, man, wow, 24 days on a boat? Yeah, on ketchup only. How yeah. much did he have, though? Uh, he had a, a big bottle of Heinz ketchup. I don't know how big the bottle is, but there. And Heinz is currently looking for this guy. He actually left the island of Saint Martin, which I'm sure you spent some time on. He's from Dominica, um, and and they can't find him. He's he's a local Caribbean, and they can't find him. But they they want to give him a brand new state of the art boat that has a navigational system, so he never gets lost again. Obviously, a promotional <laughs> thing. But oh yeah, they're they're trying to find him so they can give him a boat. You know, the boat's Give- name will be Heinz. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or ketchup. Lost I don't game. know. Yeah. And he'll also right. have a lifetime supply. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know, but after those 24 days, he may never want to touch ketchup. He may be again. done with that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a great story, man. Wow. So, Bowler, uh, the kids just keep on winning. They just yeah. can't help themselves. Um, what a game last night. And, and Hans and I kind of joked, let's, let's just enjoy the ride. Walker Kessler hitting corner threes. You got, uh, obviously, Market in with 43. Just a fun night. And, honestly, I don't know how anybody could walk away from that game and say they didn't have a good time. Yeah, no, I agree. People, you know, there's kind of a split, you know, mindset of, hey, man, I love the way these guys play. Um, you know, it's it's team uh, basketball. It's, uh, it's effort. It's fun, actually, from professionals to go out there and watch them play. And then the other half is, why didn't we just start losing from the beginning? And, you know, it's a great debate. I mean, you know, the you, the team, I think, the MO, even the Jazz franchise never has never been about laying down. Uh, it goes back to the early days to where we are now. And what I even said last night, just, you know, when I was sitting up at the uh, arena, you know, tweeting out some postgame thoughts was, you know, no matter who puts on this uniform this year, there's just not a no, there's a no-quit attitude. And, I think it comes from J.C. I think it comes from marketing. I think it comes from a very young Walker Kessler who's learning, you know, the whole the whole NBA game. But also maybe the best part of it is he's he's building uh, winning habits, which probably come into play down the road in a big way, right? Um, closing games out, playing big. Uh, last night was some critical rebounds. He missed the two free throws, and he was ticked off in the locker room when I talked to him. But then I said, hey, you know what? Look at the rebounds, uh, and look at the block shots you pulled down last night. I mean, 18 boards, guys, and seven blocks. Uh, he's a dominating force as, as just a young guy out of Auburn. So, um, you know, I, what's going to happen down the stretch, the final 21 games? Right now they're 30 and 31. They could land in the playoffs in, the, in a play-in game as tight as the West is. So, Scotty, I think you guys are both right about just, you know, enjoy the ride. And whether you're upset about where the draft pick will be, uh, I'll remind you there's been some high picks that never pan out or injured. Um, 
Uh, Oklahoma City's home to one of those right now who broke a foot, and, and, and Chet Holmgren is not playing. There's no guarantees. And look where Carl and John were picked mid-first mid round. So uh, I think the draft's a roll of the dice, and sometimes you find players that want to play uh, in those in the in those in that first round, but maybe down the ladder a bit. And th- look at Gobert, twenty seventh, uh, and look where he's ended up. So uh, let's just wait and see. Bowler, there was like ten occasions during All Star Week and close to the weekend that Scotty and I were like, "Let's get Bowler on. We want to see what he's going to be doing for this weekend." But we don't want to bug, bug you right after the weekend. But I want to kind of go back now. I guess it's been a few days ago. How did you spend your All Star Weekend and? And what did you think about how everything went down? You know what? I'll be honest. I wasn't involved. Uh, Big T was the busy one. Uh, I just took a drive south and then got caught up in that, uh, what, that little snowstorm we just had. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, we actually headed out a day early, and we actually got hit with a pretty good swipe around Nephi. If I'm not, I think it's where I kind of made a mental note of like, oh, here it comes. And, uh, man, it did snow and snow and snow, and I guess maybe some more coming. But uh, I've been here a long time. That's that's uh, that's a top five right there in winter storms and how it packed up the mountains. But I'll be honest, it was good. It was good to just take a breath and get away after 60 games and the way this season has been unpredictable. But it was fun to come back. Um, I didn't know what to expect last night, especially with the additions of, of Chris Dunn, who, by the way, was pretty dang impressive yeah. in his yeah. uh, jazz debut. We didn't see uh, Frank Jackson, but um, you know, it's it's this year has just been one to remember. Uh, and whether again you're on one side of the coin or the other, um, you want a quick fix or a quick a quick road to, to a title. It takes time, but I think what we're seeing are pieces that will be involved in in the building of the Jazz and. I think, again, over the last next 20 games, you'll still see a Taylor Horton-Tucker, a Nochai Abaji, um, you know, Simone Fontecchio, Damian Jones, and probably a Chris Dunn if he's re-signed to another 10. You know, it, it just depends. Those are the parts that they want to continue to evaluate as this season rolls on. If they make the playoffs, you know, they've got draft picks to make moves anyway, 15 in all that they can use in some variety of ways, and they also have cap space. So, you know, that's outside my pay grade, as I always like to joke. In reality, those are big decisions that Justin Zanuck and Danny Ainge will make, along with Ryan Smith, about what direction they want to go on the draft and free agency. But for the first time in a long time, they have room. They have a lot of wiggle room. And they can be, they can be a big player in multiple ways. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how the summer uh, pans out. Because, look, uh, you know, the draft, I've always believed, is still unpredictable and a roll of the dice. But at the same time, if you can find the one gem or two, uh, man, it can turn around in a hurry. Um, you know, Memphis did it uh, with a guy named John Moran and a few other people, a few other players that they bundle him with uh, in that group. So I think the Jazz are still in a pretty good position, whether they make the playoffs or not. Are we going to see more Walker Kessler threes? You know what? He told me he's made, he made those in college. Um, he looked comfortable, didn't he, from outside? Think about a 7-1 big who, who could walk out and stretch the floor even more. And if, 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 a, if a team's defense has to even concern themselves with Walker Kessler walking out to the corner, 
uh, man, it opens up a lot of space. So that was one thing Rudy was unable to do, face the basket. Uh, if he can do this and even hit a 10, 12-foot jumper, he's great at the rim, as we know. And, you know, starting last night, he was at 71% from the floor. But, man, you start walking out and taking a three on occasion, it could be interesting. I don't think it's going to be an every-night occurrence, but it was drawn up. They worked on it in practice, and boom, there it went to start the game, and it wowed the crowd. And I think it even wowed Walker, to be honest. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Bullers, you kind of look at the future of the jazz. Are you starting to get the feel that we're going to have more convenient and affordable ways to consume the Utah jazz? I know the Pac-12 is in the middle of this mess right now, and it is a mess, Buller. Yeah, yeah. I listened to, uh, I saw the report this morning. I go, whoa, Uh, they do have a mess on their hands right now. But I'm wondering if the Utah Jazz are going to find a way to bring their product to so many in a more convenient and affordable way. I hope. You know, I know that that's the, they're working on it uh, as we speak. It's been an ongoing process for the last year and a half. You know, COVID kind of derailed a few things uh, with AT&T Sportsnet. And, you know, they re-upped just one year at a time to facilitate each other's needs. That's about all I know. Uh, but they are hoping that they can find a streaming partner that will make this easily accessible and also easily affordable. Um, and again, some people's minds of what's affordable is different than others, right? But if you build a, a franchise that's as exciting to watch as this team, then I think people will clamor for the chance to be a part of it. And I'm hoping uh, that we see that happen in this offseason. Where that direction is right now, I don't know. Honestly, I can say I do not know. Uh, But I'm hoping progress is being made as we speak. About three-fourths the way through the season, what's your impressions on Will Hardy as a head coach and how he's handled what could have been a very difficult year and and has actually had a really good season considering what what the resources available to him? Scotty hands a lot of coaches, you know, one year and out. Man, it's I don't. That's not going to happen to Will Hardy. I mean, granted, he signed a multi-year deal, but that doesn't stop teams from moving uh, coaches around. Uh, look at Nate McMillan in Atlanta. He's got all stars down there, but yet, you know, when players aren't happy, uh, things happen. Look, this team is Will Hardy's team. It didn't take long, honestly. Um, what, what I was impressed with from the from the get go. And again, he came in at 34. Now he's all of 35, right, of age. But I think he made the message clear. And sometimes players have to hear it more than once. But look, if you want to play 
you have to play defense and you have to give the effort. And I think we all stand back in awe a bit of how consistent that message has been this year uh, and how the players have uh, accepted the challenge. Because if you play hard, you get minutes. And I believe some of this, and Will may agree or disagree, but watching him grow this season and having the Popovich influence, he's learned something from a lot of different people, right? But I think it's still the way that Popovich always said to Tim Duncan and the rest of those great players in Ginobili and Parker, look, you're part of this team. I'm not going to separate you out as special. You know what? I still I still demand you to play at a high level because first, you, you that's who you are, but also we pay you to play. That comes into play, I believe, as well. But also, there were times he he maybe or two of those guys off the floor for for a message. And I think Will has that that he keeps the floor open to close games with not a particular lineup that we've seen thus far. It's about who's hot at the moment, who's playing, and who's earned the minutes. And in a way, it's kind of refreshing to, to kind of see this young coach mold this team in the way that he wants and the fact that he's been given a lot of ability to do so from Danny and, and Justin Zanuck to mold this team. And, uh, man, I'm still amazed that you bring in multiple, uh, you know, players. Uh, you let four, uh, you know, starters and, and also uh, rotation players, you, you trade them away but you still play hard. I mean, it's amazing to me. That's must be the impact of Clarkson and the fact that marketing uh, obviously gets it, maybe not vocally, even though he says he may up his tone a bit, which will be good. But it, it's it's fun to see these guys grow, and I think they listen to one another, and I think there is a lot of respect there for a young coach, and that's hard to do, I think, in this league today. Well, you got a road trip coming up here pretty quick. I was going to say, are you out on the road there, Scotty, or, or Hans? Where are you? <laughs> We're on a moped together. <laughs> yeah. We're like Dumb and Dumber, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a We're great headed- scene. We're headed to Aspen. I'd, yes, I'd pay. I'd pay to see you two on a moped. I'd pay to see you two on a moped. Yeah, I'd pay. It has happened. That, that two-cycle no. engine's going to have some trouble, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. No, I just thought no, we're at uh, this NPS store. I thought you guys were doing the show in the middle of the street. I, I just wasn't sure there for a minute. Oh, we're at this NPS store, really cool warehouse with a lot of stuff that. Uh, that they buy up and resell, and it's just some really cool things they got going on down here. Baller, so, it is right a man's world in here. Like oh. they said, any power tool that you could think of, oh, and we're boy. talking thirty to seventy percent off. It, it's That's it's cool great. Time. You got to get down here and check it out. Yeah, cool time. That's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, good deal. Uh, gopher killers here. If you if you need some gopher traps, they're going to have them. <laughs> 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 hey, Did you ever get that take? You get your gopher problem take care of? No, uh, no, 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 no. They're they're still creeping up on me. I took care of a few last last fall and, and late summer, but I, I'm fearful of what's going to happen once the snow melts off. I'm fearful. It could be. Uh, I may I may have to call in the big boys like you guys to come up and and we may have to do some digging. Well, they can't be happy with 80 feet of snow sitting on their head right now. All I know, that's probably no. a little bit of romance time down there. Right there. They're <laughs> going to multiply or replenish big time. I'm not sure what yeah. they're creating, eight feet down. You're, you're going to have dirt mounds up through your carpet. By the time you 
<laughs> Those gophers had a lot of spare time on their hands down there. They have. They have put a sacrificial gopher right in the middle of uh, your front room. They probably will. Drag them out again. Probably they got a little hungry this winter. And, you know, somebody had to go. Oh. Uh, I don't know if anybody <laughs> listeners know that story, but I was just freaked out. I got some gophers. Yeah. <laughs> I got some gophers that just, uh, that just won't go away, and they kind of push their own out, and it's bizarre. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Bowler buried one to show him who's who, and they ate it and shoved the bones back out and said, right keep up. feeding yeah, us, big boy. <laughs> Yeah. You think that scares us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it scares man. me. I'll take a photo next time and I'll I'll send it out to you guys. If there's something that's uh when spring when spring uh when when spring uh what do you call it? Spring has sprung? Yeah, there you go. Yes. There you go. Well, Bowler, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for your time and uh have a, have a good call. That was a fun well, one last night. Keep it rolling. Thanks, Bowler. Yeah. Nothing talking like ketchup, jazz, and gophers. I mean, we covered all categories today. <laughs> Pretty much hit for the cycle today. Can't imagine what else is out there, but we'll figure hey, it out man, next Friday. The... Yeah. Hey, you, hey, got it. you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. You see got you, it. The great Craig Buller Jack right here on 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.